Hey everyone, welcome to Thriving Marriage with Mark and Bethany. This is our weekly discussion of marriage and family in the Christian life. Talking today about sickness. Mm, the worst. Yeah. <laughs> kind of seasonal sickness, the right. sickness that comes and goes through your home, just the, you know, part of making it through the, the, the calendar year. How do you get through times of sickness in the home? Whether the whole family goes down or one family member goes down, this is a thing that we've got to deal with in a, in a good way. Mm-hmm. And so how do we do that? Yeah, I mean, it's it's inevitable, right? It's going to come. Someone, you, your spouse are going to get sick, your kids. You might all, if you've got a big family, you might all be sick at once. What a special treat that is. But yeah, it's something to figure out. Maybe think about before you're there so that you can do this sickness time the best to your ability. Yeah. You don't get a free pass to be ungodly. Right. You, you don't get, Ooh, you know. That's a bummer. Well, it's tough. It's, it's <laughs> it a, is. No, it's hard. It's a tough time. You're tested, you know. Yeah. Um, but so how do you navigate it just the best best way possible? Mm-hmm. Uh, make it through the difficult time. And I guess the first principle we can bring up is kind of what you just said, yeah. Bethany, and that is to expect it. Right. To not be surprised when you or someone in your house gets sick. It right. shouldn't be a shock. This is going to happen. Um, and from a Christian worldview, I mean, this is part of living in a fallen world. Yes. This is part of the curse, the, the result of the fall. You know, there is sickness and disease and all kinds of problems that we now face because of the sin problem. Yeah. So expect it and don't be surprised, but also don't get angry. I think that's something I've had to struggle through yeah. because, you know, it is going to throw things off. It's going to change your your lifestyle for a bit and it's going to make things harder. So be uh, in response to the fact that someone in your home has sickness. Don't don't get angry. Don't get upset at it all because mm-hmm. it's, it's going to be there. It's going to come and go. We're all going to face it at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we're going to expect it and recognize this is part of the curse. And also it's part of having a family. I mean, if if you were single, you may be able to find a way to have less touch points with sick people. Right. You know, people like me, I'm a germaphobe. Like I'm really careful. Yes. Oh, I'm, I know you are. I'm really careful with germs. Yes. And I live in a house with five other people <laughs> who are less careful with germs than me. And so sometimes yeah, I get sick true. through no fault of my own. I washed my yeah. hands. Yeah. I was very careful. I did everything I could, but a kid walked over and sneezed oh, on me. That's one of my favorite moments to watch your response oh. when a kid sneezes and you just, the particles are coming oh. at you and you're watching them. Your face is just so classic yep. in that moment. Like, how dare you? Yeah. <laughs> they have no idea. They have just, kids. I just don't like uh, germs. No, I get, I mean, Call yes. me crazy, but I don't like them. Yeah. So, but I have come to grips with it. Mm -hmm. I'm going to get sick more because I have a lot of people in my home. Right. All these people in my home have different touch points. They have different, you know, sources. You know, where was ground zero for the cold that swept through our whole house? Well, probably some kid, you know, whatever. And even if it's just the two of you, your husband and wife, you're you're serving in the church, right? You're active and out in the community. And so you're around people because you love people. So you're not holding up through yeah. the holiday seasons or through the six seasons or whatever the season might be. You're you're out and about. And so it's going to come. You're out and about. And then when you're at home, you're smooching. Yeah, <laughs> that's right? true. That's it's not true. like we take a whole season of kissing each other off because that's, we might yeah. be sick. Yeah, good no. point. I'm ready to roll the dice there you, and kiss you. <laughs> that's the one time when you're not a germaphobe. <laughs> <laughs> and totally. I'm happy about it. So that's principle number one, expect it. Uh-huh. Principle number two is... Don't expect 
everything to be normal and for you to be able to carry on as if you weren't sick. Maybe you can plow through certain things and Mm -hmm. tough it out and whatever. But as far as like how this affects a family and how to navigate it as a family, we, we should not pretend like nothing is different. We should factor in the sickness and work through it. Yeah. So how do we do that? That's kind of what we'll spend the rest of our time talking about. Yeah. And if you're t- a little type A like me, the list is there. You have this structure and schedule and you've got these high expectations for every day. I know that this concept of don't expect everything to be normal can hit hard uh, on a personality like me. At least like, oh, I have to change. I have to be flexible. I have to adapt. I have to, you know, not do everything I was planning to do. Okay, I've got a new schedule. I've got a new list of priorities today. I need to take care of someone, if I'm not the sick one, in a very different way. So that's going to change everything. And it's it's not going to look the same, which can be hard. But you got to just, you got to say, okay, Lord, this is what you've got for me today. That's right. As a sick kid or a sick spouse yep. or whatever. This is the hand you've been dealt today. What are you going right. to do with it? Right. right. This week, this month, like yeah. this, is, this is the challenge. How do you now work through it? And so... Uh, one key factor mm-hmm. in doing this well is having patience. Mm. Be, during times of sickness, yeah. you're going to need to maybe bring an additional dose of sickness toward your family members. And by who sickness, are sick. you mean of patience. Oh, <laughs> you are going to have to bring a whole lot of sickness. So that other people can be patient. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. No, it's so true. A lot of patience, additional patience is needed because likely if you're not the sick person, especially you are going to be interacting with them and they just, they're not, they, they require more from you, you know, and it's one of those things. Okay. My husband is sick. I need to serve him more intentionally. I need to do more. I need to be okay if he's a little bit short or if he's exhausted and can't help out as much or, you know, he's asking me to do more to get this, to help him with that. I mean, I just need to be more patient in the way I approach you and the way I approach the kids and not get annoyed easily or bothered by the extra workload. Totally. You're just, you're going to have to put up with mm-hmm. things that you might right. not put up with, with with the same people when they're fully healthy. Right, right, right. And so what, what exactly you have to be patient regarding? Well, that just is going to vary from thing to thing, but you just, things happen when people are sick that don't happen when they're not. Mm -hmm. So just, I don't know, a few days ago, I suppose it was, Mm -hmm. I was at home, you were gone somewhere. I don't know where you were. And one of our kids had missed school that day. Mm -hmm. They were sick and they had a fever or something like that. Mm -hmm. Just that time of year, people get sick a lot right Right, now. And he looks at me and he's like, dad, I think I have to throw up. And I just, oh, no. <laughs> I look at him, I look at him with all the laser focus in the world and uh-huh. with crystal clarity, I said, go to the bathroom. Right. Simple instructions. Yeah. He drops the blanket that he's holding. Yeah. Starts walking for, to the bathroom. And I'm thinking this is, this is going to work. Right. This is going to be great. Right. You know, possible uh, outcome here. Well, he makes it halfway to the bathroom and then stops Oof. and I hear him stop. Oh no. And then he just waits and waits and waits for a longer period of time than it would have taken him <laughs> to walk, to finish walking to the bathroom. It wasn't that far. Yeah. And then I hear the sound of vomit. Ooh. Yeah. And yeah. we've all heard I, it. I can describe it further, but I'll No, I'll no, stop. I don't think you should. <laughs> and so, um, 
I just, you know, after thinking, man, I really wish Bethany was here. <laughs> I thought, oh. uh, okay, I was not mad at him. Right. I didn't make him feel bad. I didn't point it right. out. Right. I, I just, right, just super patient toward him. Yes. Cleaned up all the vomit that oh. was all over the mm. the entire hallway. Yeah. Getting to the bathroom. It's rough. Um, I think a tiny bit ended up in the toilet. <laughs> the the vast majority, we'll oh, say ninety five percent, ended up outside of the toilet. All that to say, patience. Yeah, had to bring that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, funny that your one of your thoughts was, "I wish Bethany was here," because one of my first thoughts when you were you texted me to tell me what occurred was, "Man, I'm so glad I'm not there." <laughs> <laughs> well, let's just be real. You know, that's the one thing maybe within our our marriage that it's hard. It's really hard for me to clean up without you know, also. Uh, responding yeah. in a body, yeah. you know, heaving situation. So, you yeah. know, I'm, I I'm love, thankful. I love I know you. Yeah, yeah, I know you. <laughs> I'm one of your top 10 yeah, yeah. of being a dad. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. So patience. Okay. <laughs> and along those lines, another principle here is you just have to show love. Toward, and so right, right. one of the ways you show love is by being patient, but there's mm-hmm. other ways too, right. right? You've just got to go above and beyond to sacrifice for and serve those people who are sick, mm-hmm. you know, uh, there's going to be acts of sacrifice that I that I do that are more than when that person person is healthy and capable of doing things on their own. Yeah, and um, I mean, we signed up as husband and wife to love each other for the rest of the life in sickness and in health. <laughs> and in sickness and in health is in there. I mean, often on the old school vows at least, but it's true. I think this is an opportunity for a different kind or a different amount <laughs> of love when you're sick. What more can I do? And so, it, you know, it'll be taxing on the rest of the family when one person's sick, but it's an opportunity to love someone. And I, and I don't want to say something you do well in our household when I'm sick in particular is you also love others. You love me well, but you get the kids involved in that too. I don't know how old your kids are if you're listening, but what can they do to even learn? Okay, yeah. somebody else is going through a tough time. This is when we serve, we, you know, we step up and serve even more so. And so you'll yeah. get the kids bringing me that or fixing a pillow or bringing a blanket, whatever, just even small stuff because it's an opportunity to tangibly action items, you know, over and over again for someone who is in need. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's more needs when you're sick. And so, and that principle applies too when people in the church get sick, we want to take care of them. We want to bring them a meal. We want to help them. And so we're teaching our kids that sort of model, you know, on a micro level in the home. Yeah. Well, so another thing that you, Mm -hmm. you can't expect to be normal, you've got to make some changes. And that is, you know, what, what you attend in public or places you go or things you yeah, do, yeah. you just, sickness throws a wrench in the plans and you might have to adjust your schedule and what you were going to do. And so yeah. uh, you might have to miss out mm-hmm. on certain things. Mm-hmm. Now, with that being said, th- th- something that I've been thinking about a lot lately mm-hmm. is like, well, how, just how much do you miss out on? Because Ooh, I think we yeah. are among a generation of parents that when someone gets sick, they just pull the whole family out of everything. Right. And I think that's probably going too far. Now, of course, there's all these qualifications that every family has their own unique situations. And mm-hmm. obviously this is a case by case thing. But generally speaking, I think our generation of parents 
misses too much because one kid is sick. Yes. You know, if, if the whole family doesn't go to church because one kid is sick. Right. I'm throwing a flag on that play saying, why, what, what's going on here? Yeah. Could the rest of the family go? Right. Right. Can the spouse go? Yeah. Why does everyone stay home? Yeah. Yeah. I love it when I, I mean, I love it when I just see one, one spouse or one person with the, with some of the kids It's like, oh, Hey, where's your, where's your husband or where's your wife? And oh, at home sick with one of the kids, we're just taking turns. So, you know, it's like, you'll see the husband with the kids out. And then, you know, the next thing out, it's like the wife will get to go and, you know, he'll stay home however they work it out. But yeah, I, I think you're right. I remember for sure as a kid going to a lot of things, you know, in a previous generation, uh, when I had a cold or when I was, you know, on the mend and my family didn't just drop and drop the whole schedule, miss That's out right. on everything, totally. church, school, work. I mean, I, you kind of pushed through and I think that's a lost, lost art. I don't know if yeah. that's an art, but a lost I mean, thing. we're probably moving that direction over the last several years with our generation, but COVID certainly mm-hmm you know, uh, catapulted this sort of practice (laughs) into existence where we live in this post COVID world Mm -hmm. where people are more in tune with sickness and more careful. And, you know, there's these cultural taboos of being sick in public or having kids in in school or in church or wherever who are sick. And, and the whole messaging of COVID was, you know, stay home and wear a mask for the sake of other people. It's not that, wow, you're so tough, um, you can show up and be sick and that's good for you because you're so strong. It's no, you, you, even if you're strong enough to go out in public, you should stay home for the sake of other people. And so that sort of mentality now has trickled down into anyone in the home gets sick, whole family stays home. Right. Because post COVID world, we want to not have a chance of exposing other people, even if we're not showing symptoms or whatever. Right. So for us, what we've done on this is we've tried to say, tried to have more so concrete indicators. If, if, if someone has a fever Mm -hmm. or green snot, you know, Oh, the things we're talking about on this podcast, then then we don't go in public. (laughs) Right. If someone doesn't have a fever and green snot and we have good reason to believe that, you know, they're not, they're not sick. Well, then we send them right now. You know, we're not medical doctors, and but that's just kind of what our approach has been. Yeah, and, you know, I, I really lean on you. It's, I mean, I, I'm so thankful for many reasons why God gave me a spouse. But this is one of the things that is hard for me as a mom. You know, I, I don't know why. My personality, I don't know what it is. Um, but I, I lean towards one way, which is like, they're probably fine. Let's just go, you know. And I... It's so great because I'll call you or we'll have a conversation. Hey, help me think through this. This is coming up. This is what I see in the kid. This is the symptom. You know, help us. Let's get on the same page. Let's decide Mm -hmm. this together. And that's a a, a huge help to me because I don't always know what the right call is. And, you know, I'm sure we've made a wrong call in the past, but we we do kind of have these set up you know, like you're saying, different symptoms that help us to guideline and guidelines to say what, whether we should go or not. But yeah, I mean, I, I know of even couples who will not go at all to certain things that are important things, even in the case that just there is a lot of sickness going around too. Yeah. And so they just won't, we're not going to go just in case we get sick, Yeah. which is, you know, just something to think through as well. Um, is that really the best choice? I don't know. Uh, that might be a little bit tricky. 
Yeah. To miss out on important things that you've signed Definitely. up for, to miss out on church that you are called by God to attend, to miss out on a serving something that you signed up, you know, Definitely. because you're afraid or or there's a potential, right? Yeah. Totally. And we're always calculating risks. It takes, you know, it's risky for us to hop in the car and drive from point A to point B. Right. We could get into a car accident. It's true. Yeah. It's risky to go into a public place because you could get sick. It's true. Mm -hmm. And so we always calculate these risks and, you know, we do the things that we are committed to doing. And so church should be up there. We should Mm -hmm. be at church. We Mm -hmm. We need to, you know, attend and be in person and connect with people and serve and fulfill our responsibilities and, right. you know, uh, just do our best yep. to, to stay healthy. But, you know, we get sick, then I guess that's that's God's will, right? Right, right. And we get through it together. Okay. So I guess in, then in the vein of missing out and, you know, not attending things, mm-hmm. at what point do you return? So say someone does have a fever and green snot, they stayed home from church, they stayed home from school, they're contagious. At what point do you return and um, I guess our our general advice here is just as as soon as you can. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Get back to it. We don't need to wait a whole lot longer than um, you know twenty four hours after the fever or whatever. Right. And right. And just resume resume normal life. Yeah, I think that's a good point. As as soon as we can get back to it, not not to prolong it, not to prolong missing out. You know, let's get back out it. There's a lot to be done. There's a lot we're involved in. We want to be part of it. So. Yeah, that's right. All right. Well, thanks for listening in and we'll talk to you later. All right. See you.